live on the web. Hello, everyone. Welcome for another episode of the Puppet Podcast. I'm Caroline. I'm doing this podcast with a lot of passion because I want to bring more eyes towards puppetry art. And I'm connecting with puppeteers from all over the world. And I'm in this Canadian series. I try to find puppeteers in Canada. And I know we are a lot, but it's a big country. So we are in in this big, big country all over the place. So let's connect with more and more Canadian. But before we go into the interview with the wonderful Ingrid Ensign, I just want to invite you, invite everyone. We do this gala, this online gala with the community. We interviewed so much puppeteers. So we and like we invite all the guests that we have on the show and we invite you fan of puppet like all of the fan of the show and all of the puppet lovers so here is the Evan Bright we we have those kind of tickets to have a, a little bit of control on the crowd and we will gather on Zoom the Zoom platform so here is the link you just have to go on Evan Bright and you register because our place are limited. And yes, you will join this big online gala. We have people from all over like who will attend. So we will connect from all around, like people from Philippines with people from LA, from all the time zone. We will be all together in this wonderful gala. So I'm so excited about organizing this and just put some, some short puppet form you will see we will have speech we will get many many talk about puppetry many encouragement for puppeteers who are still practicing in this weird time that we feel internationally and how some people jump online and yeah all of those good stuff that we will talk and and put a lot of fun towards puppetry art so you are all invited to the gala so here it's the promotion so yeah and uh, now let's go to the interview. So let's connect in Victoria area. We have the wonderful Ingrid. I hope she's ready. I will bring her in the screen. Ladies and gentlemen, please drum roll for Ingrid Ensign. Hello. I like your intro. It really like pumps me up. I feel, I feel, feel ready. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me in, in this podcast adventure yeah thanks for wanting to have me yeah um tim gosley um, recommended that i get in touch with you yes he's and such a sweet human being yeah we we have so much fun and and he said oh you must interview ingrid she she do this drive-through puppetry experience yeah so yeah, yeah. I want to know more. I want to know a lot. But maybe first, Ingrid, could you introduce yourself to the people who are watching? Maybe they, they don't know you or maybe you can say something about your career in puppetry for us. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, oh, I guess I started puppeteering. I started puppeteering on camera about 12 or 13 years ago. I was cast on a kids TV show called Tika Talk, which is on ATPN. 
Aboriginal People's AP, Aboriginal People's Television Network. And so, and that was with Tim. So Tim was my first ever puppet coach, teacher, and boot camp style, Tim trained me. And we started, it's why I learned like all about kind of Sesame Street style, Muppet style, puppetry for that. And then uh, since then, like, I, I mean, I got my degree in theater in mm-hmm. theater at the university of victoria and uh and then i co-founded a, a theater company called snafu and we create and tour shows across the country um and so, some of those shows have puppetry and the one we just did is the drive through show called epidermis circus um yes yeah i'm so curious <laughs> about this drive through experience with puppetry like i know i cannot go to see it but yeah how you, maybe you can give me some detail about that how how was it to organize this and yeah it was well we were back in april when the pandemic first hit we were uh, writing a grant application and my co-artistic director of the snafu who's uh, her name's kathleen greenfield she was like you should make this show a drive-in show like make it a drive-in like a drive-in movie and i was like that's crazy we're doing it. So, um, so it was her kind of brilliant idea. And luckily this particular show like formatted really well to that kind of drive-in format because it's a thing I've been playing with since I guess last, last November and then a little bit previous and previous to that. But I've been playing with, um, puppeteering in, in front of the camera really, you know, um, with my hands and my face and my, my, sat in my butt and stuff like that um and doing really up close camera puppetry and then live feeding it to a projector uh-huh so i was doing creating a stage show where i'd be live feeding the image of all the tiny puppetry and amplifying it magnifying it on a big projection screen so the audience gets to see both shows at the same time kind of the behind the scenes of what i'm doing and then the big um finished kind of live project so That does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sometimes my my eyes is like you know I I'm I'm French so sometimes I, I figure the words and it's a bit longer. But... Yeah. The words are always longer in French, right? <laughs> yeah. In but French, I, I can translate. Sometimes I I fall in the trans translation brain. To yeah. Get back into the real moment. This part and then this part. Yeah. Part. Yeah. And, and, but phrases are actually often longer in French, no? Yeah. 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 Like I have, I have a friend, uh, a friend, an artistic couple, and she's French Canadian, he's Anglophone. And they would sometimes be reading a sign out, like a traffic sign or something. And he'd be like, okay, hey, let's go. She's like, I'm not done reading. He's like, why are you still reading? He's like, the French is longer. Like the French version of the phrase is just, it's just longer. Yeah. We have more nuance to yeah. express. <laughs> Is nuance a French word? Yeah. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it was it was really for uh, lucky for us that the show we happened to be working on at the time was a live feed production show. So we did a we did a live stream of it in May with the support of the National Arts Center. They were doing the um, National Arts Center and Facebook and Sirius FM and a bunch of got together to give artists grants to do live stream events back in April and May and June. So we did a live stream version through the internet of all the Epidermis Circus puppet show. And then, um, yeah, we just finished the drive-through. Well, not drive-through, drive-in. Not yeah. drive-through, drive-in. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's it's people just sit in their in their them car and they watch. Yeah. They don't like drive and see a puppet and drive and see another one. <laughs> no. So it's like a drive-in movie. Oh yeah. Okay. Movie theaters. Yeah. So we had um we had a, a parking lot downtown outside of Phillips Brewery. It's this great brewery that uh, really like really supports a lot of local arts and, and um so the audience would drive in and park and then they'd sit in their car and watch they could see the stage and me making the show live and then they could see the show on the big screen. Yeah. And we, you know, um, we opened up with a boylesque performer and we, <laughs> I had this giant grand robe, like red kind of like vampire queen cape that I entered in like, and, um, I went through the different cars and like breathing on their windows. Like, yeah so cool so immersive at the same time like you get into the art and you you are in your car and security but you get the art invade your your universe yeah and it's kind of the neat thing i didn't realize i didn't get to watch the show because i was yeah. doing it but yeah. um when you're watching a show in your car you're getting a live theater experience because you're in a live place with other people but you can also because you're in your car you could talk people next to you mm -hmm. you can like go wrestle around and grab your snacks and you're not it's not that same kind of pristine austere theater yeah. environment where you're, there's decorum you know you, shh, you know so that's kind of that's kind of really nice actually yeah it's more, it's more casual it's like you bring your living room to the parking lot and you can sit in your pajamas or your mad max gear or whatever and <laughs> eat your hamburger and Talk that's so perfect yeah. like driving and puppetry and and giant screen and and life stuff it's so brilliant bravo bravo merci, merci. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool and uh yeah and i want to to tell to the people who are watching if you have a question for ingrid feel free to write it down and i will bring it in the screen and right from where you are watching it's always fun to see that we are international yeah yeah <laughs> so cool i want to ask you those deep questions that i yeah. always ask all okay. puppeteers and the first one is the why like what makes the art of puppetry and art that you cherish <laughs> i mean i i think i think sometimes i just i just take it for granted because it's something that i've i've always loved but i didn't always name it as puppetry yeah you know because as a kid you know i would animate my toys in a very realistic way and give them all personalities and different voices and some kids didn't do that I just, as a, I think I assume that all kids did that, but sometimes I would see other kids play and they'd just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, like that I'm go like, my guy win is winning. Okay. I'm doing this now. They would just move their toy around and like kind of narrate what's happening. Like, yeah. What are you doing? That's not how you play. Like, you, you know, you like go over here and like interact, you know, I would, I, I just, <laughs> it's something that's kind of very, uh ingrained in me and then uh, something i've always loved and you know i grew up watching the muppet show and fraggle rock and sesame street and stuff like that i don't think i ever knew that it could be a career or a profession mm -hmm. um and i don't know if that's because 
I knew that all the people, most of the people who worked on all the Henson stuff were men and I wasn't a man. Mm -hmm. um, or I don't know if I just didn't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I never wanted, aspired to be a puppeteer as a kid. I don't think I knew it was a job. Yeah. But, but I did wanted to be a cartoon. I was like, that, I want to be a cartoon. That's what I want to be. <laughs> I knew <laughs> I couldn't do that, but that's what I wanted. That's funny. That's so funny. But do you have a moment, like you feel it's the crush moment, like you you saw puppetry and you, you get something from the art form or, or just like, oh, this is sparking or touching me. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, we used to have great, Uh, live theater plays come to our elementary school hmm. and um, I don't know if I remember any in particular I think I think I probably developed a crush on theater before I developed a crush on puppetry or like yeah. I identified as an actor before I developed a, a identified as a puppeteer uh -huh. um, even though I've kind of always been a puppeteer but uh, yeah I think there was a there was a play that came to our our town in BC called, um, the heck was it? The a million Shakespeare abridged or like all the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged. Mm. And it was just really, really fast and funny. And the three dorks who were performing it were they're like throwing all the props around. And it's a stupid, stupid, hilarious show where three people, three actors try to perform all of Shakespeare's plays in like an hour. <laughs> and so they're not really performing Shakespeare. They're doing this weird, like, madcap adventure of pretending to be Hamlet and then throwing the skull over there and pretending to be the next character, the next, the next. I think I always loved, loved that. Like, I fell in love with characters and the character yeah. transformations and stuff. That's so cool. And I want to ask you, because we are inspired by actor, but the feel of study of puppeteers is really different from one to another. So I want to know, in your opinion, what would be the best feel of study? For a puppeteer. To become a puppeteer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, it's art. It's deep question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I come from like a dance training background and then a theater acting background. But a lot, some people, you know, they're, they're more like builders who also animate or um, voice actors who fell yeah. in love with puppetry. I, I don't think there's any one way, but yeah. I do think that there's that there's um, this the same way there is with singing. Some people are <laughs> like tone deaf and can, you know, some people can learn to sing. Some people are born and they're like they're singers and they don't need any training. Right? And then yeah. some people can you know can learn to sing, can learn the technique, and some people kind of just are born tone deaf a little bit, you know, they're just like, no matter what, no matter how hard they train, they, they won't be able to match their ear to his tune. And I think puppetry is kind of the same, you know, uh -huh, uh -huh. some people are born and they're just like, mm -hmm -hmm. some people train and study and learn. And some people just doesn't connect, you know, that's true. That's true. Yeah. They're just like, I, I feel imposter. I, I feel it's something's, weird to do but i get you i i totally agree we 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 observe the same thing and let's look at the guests like the people who are watching i have a Who's question there? for you so we have etan i would just bring it right there so here in the screen we have etan who who asks do you have to support heart with heart yeah 
Really? Yeah, because you 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 handled this puppet. This that's true. We didn't yes. talk about. And Hurt is here actually. Hold on. Oh yes. Yeah. Can you see me? Yeah. <laughs> this is your your puppet. Uh, do I have to support hearts? Wait, is there some sort of backpack ring? Yeah, there's a backpack yeah. ring. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if there wasn't? Uh -huh. Oh god. Um, yeah, there's a backpack ring. So I'm just gonna work with my camera. Oh, we'll see if that works. Um, yeah, hearts got hearts built on a, on a camping backpack. So like the kind you would take hiking. Um, uh -huh. That was the very base frame, and then they rigged up a big support system there for the head and there's actually a, a joint up here that the head attaches to so uh -huh. the nice thing about the puppet is i could pull my arm out of heart's head and heart's head stays there oh you know, so uh -huh. some walk arounds you're wearing a big boop, like mascot head on uh -huh. your head and supporting all of its weight on your neck um mm -hmm. but heart is built as a as a backpack that's so cool because it's important to preserve also our body and and that's great that in the process they think of of that too so heart also doesn't have a neck really so uh -huh. there's just like a big old kind of goldfish shape so i think that if you needed a puppet that had more of a, a mobile neck it would be a lot harder to build a support rig for the head hmm. you know yeah 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 so yeah, I, it's I just, that. If I need to turn, I turn my whole body like this. <laughs> yeah. Like Batman. I am like Batman. I do not really turn my head, I turn my whole body. <laughs> Batman in the rubber suit. <laughs> the big big suit. Thank you, Isan, for this question. That's that's good to know the also the under the puppet thing, what's happening. I want to know your definition of a puppet. That's also a tough one. Sometimes you you have your own definition or you describe the art form in your own word how you you name it um i mean anything that, anything that's not alive that you can animate but i guess that would include cartoons um, <laughs> i think i think puppetry is a blend of witchcraft and dance and acting and um and and kind of hand magic like this kind of technician aspect, but uh -huh. it's all blended together. So there's a there's a weird aspect of puppetry that I don't know if a lot of puppeteers talk about where you're, part of it is that you're kind of channeling a life force into something that's not alive. Yeah. And I think there's there's actually a bit of, I don't know if witchcraft's the formal term, but there's a bit of what I call witchcraft in there. Yeah, that's Summoning cool. Some strange personality into something that's not alive. That's cool to name it as witchcraft, like yeah. it's something magic. It's something yeah. true. I'm, I'm... And it comes from somewhere that you can't really control in a way. Like you are kind of channeling it through you into this whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's mysterious at the same time. You you yeah. have your definition with a little bit of, of spice. So yeah, Etan is there and say... The illusion of life. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Illusion of life. Yeah, yeah. special. And um, for you and your career, I want to, I always ask this strange question about the 
like what you and you have envisioned for your career like goals that you say i want to achieve that as a puppeteer i want to maybe create that piece uh, yeah i've always i've always wanted to tour i've heard those amazing puppetry festivals in france and i would love to tour to europe i'd also love to tour anywhere anywhere but i I'd, i've toured a lot through canada i've toured a little bit in the states and i've toured to japan with a, somebody else's company not my own um but i would love to tour to some of the puppet festivals yeah yeah in europe you have a lot of great yeah. stuff happening and in there. quebec as well i mean i've been to castellier which is such an amazing festival and you know i talked to some of the american puppeteers and they've never heard of castellier and you're like what's wrong with you how can you like it's right there and it's so such a great festival yes yeah. and i think we attract more and more american attention like boston new york area we start yeah. seeing new face coming to the festival yeah. so that's cool That's so cool. So yeah, I wish you that a lot of tour and and connection with the European community. Let's say. Yeah, I'd also like to direct more. I got to direct a yeah. couple of music videos on a the Miss the Miss Persona show, um, which is a was a Toronto based show and it was so fun. I love. Yeah. I love yeah. And directing puppets or maybe at large some I mean both both. I mean yeah. this show is both together, like human actors and, and puppets. Um yeah. That's cool. That's that's great. The two. The, the, it's funny because a puppeteer is directing his own movement, but I know that we can have a bigger like you can direct a movement, like a big, big crowd. That's cool. I want to also know um do you feel puppetry is in an ascension it's more and more popular in your perception or yeah how you see the evolution of it it's it seems to me like there's an ascension that there's um a, a definitely a growth and a also kind of a reemergence of um the kind of nostalgia in muppet based puppetry on tv and those kind of shows that that the people who are you know, parents now want to watch with their kids. Um, yeah. Because I think there was a bit of a dip in television puppetry anyways, in like the 90s with a lot, you were seeing a lot more digital animation, a lot more like CGI kind of computer animation. Yeah. And some really flat animation too. You see a lot of cartoons that are really, really flat and really, um, it's like, I don't know if it's cheaply animated or what, but you know, if they'll have three characters and they're clearly a copy of each other and they all move in unison, there's no... Um, there's no individuality between them. Yeah. You see the opposite, right? In Pixar and these amazing, stunning um, animations. But yeah, I think puppetry is on an ascension. Ascension. <laughs> yeah. Ascension. We have the ascension. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, how, how is it to, to be on those kind of mythical projects as Sesame Street and like in Sesame Workshop? How... How did you feel when you start working with this crew? I mean, the show I was on is called Helpsters. So that was, um, it was produced by Sesame Workshop, but it's not a Sesame Street show. Yeah, so yeah. It's kind, of, kind of in its own universe. So the nice thing about it is I was coming in and we were creating a new world and new characters and everything. So we didn't necessarily have that 
legacy that we were yeah. of, that somebody else had created that the, we were we were carrying. It was we were be able to create something new. Um, so that was really 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 fun. And then the other fun part was that almost everybody on the team knew each other and like had been friends for twenty years, kind of thing. And I was the weirdo coming in from Canada, being like, "Hi, everyone." Hello. <laughs> um and sometimes I would do something stupid I mean I don't I don't care but I would do you know do something like um strange or stupid and um and I would go oh you know this is totally normal in Canada it's just because I'm Canadian (laughs) no it's not because I'm Canadian it's just because I'm a weirdo you know but I would blame it on being Canadian like it's this is totally normal in Canada we all do this there you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> to take it large like yeah this big country <laughs> yeah if we're just if this is a cultural thing that we do it's part of our identity yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's perfect i mean we are all a little more not all but i would say in canada in general there is like you see a lot of weird comedians come out of canada and like you know i think there is more of a embracing of the odd and the strange and like just kind of unique personalities in Canada and in our performing arts scene, maybe more so than in America, but also. Yeah, Yeah, I I can like we we think in Jim Carrey or those kind of like tremendous actors that they just assume the fact that they are special and, and they, they promote it like that. Yeah, let's be special together. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that, that's good. Yeah. And um, I want I always ask the guests if you have something you want to bring to the screen to to share with us. And, and just by the way, we have someone who say hi, Ingrid. Hi, Shai. Oh, my gosh. Shai is an amazing um artist slash parent slash uh fringe hardcore human being uh, in winnipeg and um and she have a question for uh, you uh, how much upper body work i can't read it all what does the rest say how much upper body work do you do <laughs> you're talking like at the gym or like inside the puppet like how how jacked am i like do, do i do my lifting like five pounds or 50 pounds or <laughs> yeah maybe we we need some precision <laughs> but but maybe she asked- in bicep every night for me yes. but you you, you you like it's funny because often people must ask are you strong like to carry a big character like this but yes. for for you, you you have to be strong. You have to be in shape and just yeah. I'd say the main thing is like is alignment and core work is mm-hmm. really what what'll save your butt. That's what'll save your and your back. Yeah. <laughs> in the back, it's true. Yeah, in the back, and and um, a big thing I learned doing performing heart is that I could perform really well as long as I wasn't um, stressed or. You know, as soon as you start to be stressed or nervous, everything clamps down yeah. and you wear out your body faster versus when you're relaxed and you're released and like you're aligned, your neck is aligned and everything. You can yeah. do a lot. Like I was doing this voice. There was like this, you know, and I was wondering, would I wear out my voice talking like this for a long time? And no, it wasn't a problem at all because yeah. except for one day when I was the very first day. We did a uh, read through of a whole bunch of scripts and I was really nervous. And so I was doing the voice, but I was doing it 
really, I was just so excited and so nervous and I lost my voice the next day. Wow. Because I was doing that with all that nervous tension. And so yeah. I went, okay, I need to not do that. <laughs> I need to be chill, relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of wisdom in this. Like, don't be stressed. You, you have to stress hurt. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, just the... gets in your way, man. Just get rid of it. Do whatever you need to do. Shake that off, as Tay Tay would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have Murat who said, like the, the friends, she she like he follow. Oh, sorry, he follow the friends Portugal like festival. So it's a good. Uh, we go back at the beginning, but uh, yeah, we have more questions from the crowd. So let's let's have. Oh, this is a big big thing here. Yeah, yeah, you can read it on your screen. So embracing the weird makes puppetry really amazing. I love your kinetic energy and spark and great. Speaking of alignment with your work, Kelly Haynes, do you do some sort of Pilates or favorite yeah. activity to help you stay strong? Yes. Yes, yes. I do. Pilates. I do the Pilates and I do yoga. It is very good. Yes been shaped so i don't know if you prepare a puppet i did like we didn't have the time before the interview to to maybe check this out maybe you have something or a picture you want to show to the camera up here hello i can show you um yeah my puppets are all in my other studio this is my, this is my i'm in my partner's studio right now he's a painter i can oh. show you one of his paintings <laughs> that's She's cool yeah that's so cool that's and and he's big eh? he's like uh yeah hearts like the size of a fridge <laughs> that's yeah. good image it's a fridge that's like yeah yeah basically oh and it's oh gosh and all the other puppets in that show are they're small they're little little hand puppets so you know yay big and every time we were framing the shot i just be like <laughs> taking over the whole frame <laughs> i can't be i cannot be any smaller i'm sorry yeah that's funny. perfect that's so cool and yeah we have it here etan another one from etan do you build your own character or do you yeah build it? i mean i don't build the puppets since like i didn't build heart the actual fur and foam and everything in heart the whole team of the uh the, fir the first iteration heart was built by the monkey boys studio uh -huh. um but the character i mean the, the the writers have written a script and they have a really strong idea of the character and you audition for the character and you pitch you know your idea of what the character is in the audition and then it evolves right so uh -huh. the help service was amazing because it was very collaborative and tim mckeown the creator was super collaborative and we would um we would do table reads of the script we'd sit down and all read the script and if we added little jokes or little isms or things like oftentimes the writing team would take them and add them to the script. And the next time we read it, our, our weird joke would be in there. And we're like, oh, I made the joke. It is there. Um, so that was a really collaborative process. But when I create characters, I like to think of people I know in my life and in my world who have aspects of that personality. Like I might say, oh, this character is a little bit my third grade teacher so-and-so and they're also a little bit like the teapot from beauty and the beast and they're also a little bit like that impression i used to do of my sister or you know so you pull things and you kind of mix them together and 
thing. Yes, that's a great advice to to think in terms of image and other character when you build something. That's it's good to to do that. And uh, yeah, we we have other question here. Let me like another, the last one. Um, any plan to tour when touring is a thing yeah. again? Yeah, um, or broadcast a new show for those who like un unwisely choose to live a different, <laughs> different province. Um, yeah, absolutely. I want to tour again. I want to tour Epidermis Circus. It's like ready to tour. So book me at your theater. Um, no, uh, that's just ready to hit the road and I'd love to tour again. Absolutely. Probably it would be 2022. Yeah. We, um, we wish you that. We really wish that we can see each other in person with, yeah. with the show all around. And uh, yeah, I want to ask to conclude if people in grid want to see more of your work, want to connect with you, where they should look. Uh, we have a few uh, excerpts of the Epidermis Circus show on YouTube. So it's the okay. handle on YouTube is Snafu Dance, S-N-A-F-U, Dance. And then we're on Instagram, at Snafu Dance. And we have an email list when we're doing live shows. And so you can sign up for that at snafudance.com. Yes. So yeah. cool. So everyone, have a look on this. Ingrid, it was so cool to have you on the show. I, I'm kind of like full of your wisdom and <laughs> all of that, like stretch and yeah, let's get the corn and your voice and the stress going away and inspired by character. That's so cool. You're so, so passionate and I, I love it. Thank you so much for having me. It's a nice, it's nice to, I hope I get to, we get to meet in human form. Yeah, human. Next castelier. Yes, let's yeah. wish that everything will come back together. Yeah. Yeah, so I will have to push you out of the screen, but you can stay in the virtual studio and we will chat a little. So uh, see you. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And everyone, thank you for watching. And yes, feel free to join us in this gala. We have an online gala. It will be on January 30. And you have to check the time. Depends of your time zone. But it's East at 2, Pacific 11, Europe 5. We will have people from Philippines and Singapore. They will wake up at three in the morning to be in the gala. So let's be all together. And uh, yeah, for those who are curious about online business, online, sir, like how we can put more art into the online world, we have those coaching stuff that we do, those programs to help puppeteers have good advice. So have a look on our Patreon. So I put the little banner here, 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 here. You see the address. And yes, we want a lot of people have success and have the art form all over the world. Oh, I have two banners at the same time. Doom, doom, doom. Here is the address. So Patreon-Puppet-Podcast. And you have those things about the coaching program. So everyone, thank you again. And we will have another episode next week. Yeah, we have. Yeah, the festi. Lambe, Lambe. We want to have, we will have a, a short piece of a lambe lambe 
theater so it will be awesome so yeah let's 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 remove this banner and have everyone there on january 30. so i wish you all the best stay safe and see you next week for another episode of the puppet podcast and jingle <laughs>